Welcome to the Velocity Podcast. A study in monology. This is your grumpy Uncle Peter. He will say words at you. Ah, uh, so the little player I'm doing cuts off the very end. Should do a fade out or something, but okay, whatever. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying a lot of different ways to put the podcast together. That's all. So it's a lot of experimentation. I don't have a lot of ideas for a Velocity Podcast. <laughs> I've been so focused on everything else. So like I said uh, in Ninja News Japan this week, today when I'm recording this is my last visit to the hospital, I hope. I'm going to the hospital. I'm off drugs altogether. I think I might have to go back once, like a month without drugs, and then see how I'm doing. But it seems like I've come to the end of that journey, and I would really love to just have literally four weeks straight with uh, a regular schedule. Because that's just the one thing I haven't had. And that's always that's actually what's caused so much trouble for me making plans and uh, organizing ideas and stuff. Is I always seem to be catching up. But I got some stories, some little stories. Uh, the first one is actually related to Tinder, which is something I, I'm not, I don't do. I've never done. Uh, I've borrowed other people's phones and chatted on their behalf, usually fairly successfully. Uh, because I don't have any skin in the game in that situation, I am far more comfortable and relaxed when it comes to actually talking to them. So I'll just start talking, uh, and then like, wow, this guy's really normal. And then you hand the phone back and they get all weird again. I did come up with a strategy in, in university. I had a friend who I wouldn't say socially awkward, but weird around women, shy, uh, because they clearly wanted to have sex with a woman which is not an unusual thing to want in university. I just spent 10 minutes in uh, Ninja News Japan talking about Thor having sex with Wonder Woman inadvertently. So that's just how deeply ingrained those ideas are. Uh, and I, comparatively speaking, was successful with women because I had actually touched a woman. So he was basically saying, like, how do you do it? And I was like, well, the problem is you go out and hit on girls. You clearly have a singular goal, and that goal is to have sex with them. You don't actually think about them as people. You don't actually get to know them. You're trying to pick them up. That is a huge turnoff. Picking up women is a big turnoff, which people don't think about. I said, look, let's – I came up with a strategy. This is one of the few times I've done something smart. Look, it's really simple. Let's go to a bar, and your goal is to not pick up a woman. And you could see immediate like confusion on his face, but then I won't be able to have sex with a woman. And I was like, well, you're not doing that anyway, so no loss there. No, because you're not comfortable, you're clearly trying to pick up women so that you can have sex with them. You're sending out that vibe and that is a big, you know, it's a big wall. Let's go out and the goal is just to talk to four or five girls and not try to have sex with them, not try to date them, not try to bring them home. You just want to talk to them, get to know them and say, hey, it was great talking to you and then leave. 
we did it and relatively successfully. Uh, he talked to like two girls and then the third one, he, he maybe, maybe too many cocktails. He started getting creepy and started hitting on her. And that's immediately when it started going bad. Uh, and then <clears throat> the next day when everyone had sobered up, myself included, uh, we did sort of a breakdown of, of the previous strategy. And he said, you know, it was going really well. I said, until, and he's like, yeah, until I actually started hitting on girls. So just talking to girls, he was actually doing better than he ever had before. So I said, look, we'll just keep going. So you had a success rate of two out of five. Our goal was five. You only did two. So we're going to keep going. You're not allowed to actually try to make a date with a girl until you talk to five women in a single evening with no desire to actually date them. Second effort, he talks to three girls successfully, a couple cocktails in. Talking to the fourth girl, she asks him out. Now, you want success in this scenario is you're avoiding all the embarrassment of saying, will you go out with me? And they say no. He's pleased this woman so much, she actually says, I would like to see you again. And again, the only reason that was successful, because he wasn't trying to pick her up. So there's Podcast advice for young people, not even related to what I was going to talk about. What I am going to talk about is an interesting thing Tinder is doing. And I think it's a big mistake. So they are going to, so you, you type in a message and you hit send and Tinder might go, are you sure you want to send? Think twice. Your match may find this language disrespectful. Now the problem I have with that is what Tinder is doing is trying to hide the shitheads. Uh, they were trying to help people be successful, but in the wrong way. Cause they're saying, you're acting like an asshole. This might turn the girl off. Weirdly, I've already made the assumption this is only for men. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad assumption, but I have clearly already assumed that this function, sorry, I'm putting my hat away, was designed exclusively for male usage, that the women weren't running into this problem. I guess it could happen, but it would be a lot rarer in my opinion. What you're doing is hiding the true nature of the person. You're not teaching them how to be a better person. You're hiding who they are so that the person actually maybe gets into an actual relationship, into a position where uh, they can be abusive towards a real person right in front of them. Well, now that's Tinder has created a bad relationship. Now, I know Tinder isn't really out there trying to create good relationships. They're just trying to like keep things moving. But more the more success stories from Tinder would mean... Tinder is seen as a more viable option for people who actually want more out of life. Uh, I know a lot of people just want to hook up and I'm fine with that. That could actually, if you were going to do that, you maybe make that a subsection in Tinder, like looking for hookups. I'm sure that's already on there as a, as, as like a thing, but then most people are sensible, not enough to not put that on their thing. So again, they're lying. And this is the problem is honesty would actually go a long way. There's been a lot of talk about language and what people should and shouldn't be allowed to say. And I actually disagree with this, not because it's hurtful language, but if you manage or control the way people speak, you run into the problem of people then don't hear the real you. And if the real you is an absolute piece of shit garbage, that actually might hide it from them long enough for you to seep into their lives and sort of infect them with negative ideas. If you're a racist, I want to hear you say racist stuff. So I know to be like, ooh, just back away from that. Uh, if you're awful to people, I want to hear you be awful to people. I don't want you to censor yourself 
and hide your true thoughts and feelings because I want to know if you're an awful human being I don't want to be around. And that might be, that's a weird way of looking at it, but that is inadvertently what Tinder is doing. They're going to hook up good people with bad people. And again, weirdly in my head, the good people are the women and the bad people are the men. But I think there's just been too many examples of men. And yeah, they're trying to abuse women and trying to create relationships and situations. The first time I heard of stealthing, I didn't believe it was a real thing. And it's when you, you're, you're doing it from behind, you're doing it doggy style. And, and during a, you're wearing a condom and then you pull out, you take the condom off and you put it back in. Uh, and then you create a, like, you know, I can't conceivably, I was like, that is just so wrong on so many ways. There's not much else to say about it. Uh, realistically speaking, because I actually think Tinder's creating more negative relationships by hiding the true nature of awful people. Uh, just like if you actually go on like nice guys on art on Reddit or something, they always have the ones where the people find out their private messages have been put on Reddit and they flip out. And it's because now people can see just how awful they are. So I actually think that exposure is good. It's good for those people because they're going to learn that this is unacceptable behavior. One of the problems with the internet, as we all know, is that it actually hides the anonymity allows people to say awful things that they wouldn't say in real life. But that's the problem is I think you should be, if you should, if you're willing to say something on the internet, you should be willing to say it in real life. So I say all this stuff, but I don't hide who I am. Like my face is on this right now. If you're on Twitch or YouTube, uh, you can send me emails directly. You can go to speakpipe.com slash podcast and send me a message. All that, like I don't hide from it. And I'm wrong sometimes. I'm right sometimes. I change my opinion. Most of what I'm talking about is opinion-based. So the simple fact is, one of the interesting ideas, I now have 250, maybe we're getting close to 300 episodes of Velocity Podcast. I kind of want to go back and hear some of the earlier opinions that I put out and see if I still agree with them. I bet I do, because I'm a pretty reasonable guy. I'm not 100% sure if Zombie Hitler said this. <laughs> I just finished playing... Zombie Army 4. At the end of Zombie Army 3, you kill Hitler. Hitler uh, becomes quite giant. And you shoot him a lot. And then you shoot some little balls or skulls or something. And then you shoot Hitler and he dies. But this is his, like his second death. And then in Zombie Army 4, he comes back again. It's hard to keep Zombie Hitler down. He comes back again. And you shoot this big machine and he comes out. And then you shoot some stuff. You shoot a lot of little zombies, uh, little Hitlers. He little, they're life size. Normal. Hitler wasn't a big dude. I don't really. Okay. So you shoot a lot of Hitlers and then you have the one main Hitler and you shoot him. He falls down and you stomp him and it is a beat down. The last scene is the boot coming, hitting the camera. That's the last thing that zombie Hitler Jr. Two saw. But in this game, in this sort of like leading up to this, this final confrontation with zombie Hitler, uh, I mean, Hitler was bad. Zombie Hitler actually might have been worse. He says, the blood of the righteous will birth a new world. And I had a real problem with that statement. <laughs> it's weird to have problems with zombie Hitler's statements. But I do. And I do because it, it, in the, it, it's the word righteous. And this has to do with people being evil in fiction. And it's because... 
the bad guy. This is why Thanos was a good guy, a good bad guy. And a lot of the, they've, a lot of, uh, franchise and stuff have started to realize this. The bad guy can't think he's a bad guy. Like, car- it's cartoonish when someone says, ha ha, I will be evil. Skeletor used to say what he was doing was evil, which makes no sense at all. Because if you, you're doing it, you don't think it's evil. You think it's the good thing to do. In zombie Hitler's world, the blood of the righteous, I believe, should be his own zombie followers. Because those would be the righteous people that follow what zombie Hitler says. So when he makes the statement, the blood of the righteous will birth a new world, and he means killing all the people who are still alive who are essentially good people, it doesn't make sense. This would Im- maybe imply the language of Satanism, which... Still, if you were a believer of Satan, you wouldn't call Christians righteous. They would be the non-believers. You are the righteous one because you support Satan in his efforts. That's the first problem that I have. If I'm the bad guy, I'm zombie Hitler, and I would not scream out the blood of the righteous will birth a new world. I would say like the blood of the living because I'm a zombie. That's okay. Because I'm a zombie, it's okay for my people to say that. I can say the word living or dead or undead. No, but I I believe that I and my followers are the righteous ones. So it would be the blood of the non-believers, the blood of the still living, the blood of the other who I believe are evil because they're the opposite of me and I believe I'm good, good and evil being relative. Uh, History is written by the winner and all that kind of stuff. That statement didn't make any sense. It's in, the funny part is in my notes. It says, uh, the blood of the righteous will birth a new world, zombie Hitler, and then in brackets, maybe. Because I, I wrote it down, but I'd watched a bunch of different things, so I might not have gotten the quote attribution correct, which is a weird thing to get wrong. It's weird to ascribe a quote to zombie Hitler and not get it right. Hitler's character in this is trying to bring about a new world. Uh, I assume full of zombies. It's never clearly explained what the end goal of zombie Hitler is. So he turns everyone into zombies. He's going to rule over the zombies. Is that it? I mean, I know when Germany in World War II, they wanted to take over the world and just be the the rulers of the world. And they wanted like the the pure race and stuff. That was uh, phase two. Uh, the undead is an interesting sort of sidestep because I guess purity doesn't come into it anymore. You're engineering these like animated corpses. I look, it just, if you're the bad guy, you're not going to think you're the bad guy. And that's what, if you're going to write a bad guy, even if it's for kids, they believe they're doing the right thing. They believe they're doing the right thing for the right reason. And that's what makes them compelling. And so it was really hard for me to take zombie Hitler seriously. <laughs> it was really hard for me to take zombie Hitler seriously because zombie Hitler didn't seem to believe in his own cause. And I'm going to take a stand right here, right now and say, zombie Hitler was not the best antagonist I've ever seen. I know that's going to be hard for some people to hear. I don't think zombie Hitler was the greatest antagonist ever created. I'm sorry, that's just... 
It's just the way it is. It's just the truth. Last week on C. McBee, episode 13. Oh, I can do the titles. I keep forgetting to do this. Olympic level hate. I talked about the Olympics. I talked about just how they suck. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the Olympics. And I received a message. I actually got a couple different things. Uh, actually, let's read the YouTube comments off that one if I can find it quickly enough. In the podcast, I talk about the Olympics and what's wrong with the Olympics. And I talk about like, uh, anything with artistic judges is probably not a sport. And that, that people always try to argue that point. But I do talk about trying to make the Olympics fair. So it should be all amateur athletes. You should get the pro athletes out of there. One of the comments was, I'm sure you probably know about Surya Bonali's backflip. I actually don't. Which got her disqualified doing a move no one else could do. Now Simon Biles has the same problem where she's doing moves that never have been done and they don't get 10 out of 10. The fuck? Pretty fair statement. Uh, I replied to that. I said, honestly, by that logic, Michael Phelps shouldn't get medals because he can swim faster than everyone else. My thinking is the whole point of the disqualification is they're doing a move that no one else can do. Michael Phelps can swim faster than everyone else, which no one else can do. If that's actually what they're going to disqualify those, those people in the earlier comment, Michael Phelps shouldn't win gold medals. He should be actually taken out of the Olympics. The reply to that was people can swim, but they cannot swim as fast as Michael Phelps. So that's my point is those actually follow the same logic. I believe that Surya Bonali's backflip, which I have never seen, so I can't actually make any sense. If that got her disqualified because no one else can do it, actually the problem is that other people aren't working hard enough because someone can do it. Surya can. So it can be done. So you can't get disqualified for that unless there's a set of rules there that I don't understand, which is very possible. But then that rule is probably stupid because if if one person can do it, then other people can do it. Like I remember skateboarding uh, and then like the kickflip kick was like the ultimate thing. This was back when skateboards were really big and fat. That is actually one of the problems. Uh, it takes time for people to learn stuff. But then once someone does it, other people start to learn it. So once people learn like some kind of like backflip trick on a half pipe, it only took a few months for other people to start to be able to do it because then they could watch the person do it and then learn how. The first person doing it's always going to be the, it's always the hardest for that person to do. So yes, my logic is you shouldn't disqualify people for doing stuff other people can't do. That's kind of the whole point of the Olympics. Uh, my problem is that is actually pitting amateurs against professionals. I don't think professionals should be in there. Uh, got another comment. Totally agree about the pro amateur debate. Agree about skating. I don't think skating's a sport. What about diving? Isn't that objective too? Uh, I think it means subjective. Doesn't the fact that there are several judges help reduce the bias? Australians are famous for supporting. I didn't expand that. Supporting the underdog. BS really. Most people just want Australia to win all the time. From the criteria laid out in my podcast, diving is not a sport. It would be made one. It could be made one. If you had a target moving slowly across the water and then they have to time the dive to hit the closest to the center. So it's basically physical darts. So you jump off the diving board and you have to try to hit the target. Now, to make it more difficult, every round, the dive gets more difficult, which would make the timing more difficult, which would make it harder to hit the target. So my assumption would be everyone hit the bullseye on the first one because you're just doing a straight dive. But then you have to do a backflip. And then you have to do like a whole bunch of uh, different techniques 
making the timing more difficult to hit the target. But then that is how you judge. You take out the human element of, I think that was a beautiful dive, and put in an accuracy element, which is object objective. Uh, I also got an audio message. So I'm going to play that net, that as well. And this is a follow-up to the Olympics. So I think um, per sport, there should be a very uh, strict policy or whatever as far as like training and regimen and that kind of stuff. Also, money. Uh, of course, if we have like the Yankees and pour all that money, going to be winning every single uh, medal championship or whatever. So I think in order to be fair and even, it, there should be like um, minimums or maximums and kind of essentially follow that. If you're going to be an amateur, then you couldn't, you can't receive, uh, you know, donations or sponsorships or, or maybe donations. Yeah, I'm watching that really, but it has to be um, fair. Like if somebody's representing the USA, like in basketball, they should have the same stuff that somebody from Greece is, uh, also has, same equipment, that sort of stuff, and so on and so on. Uh, so yeah, that's one idea as how to make it more fair. This isn't too different from what I was saying, to be honest. I think uh, rich countries, so like America, uh, Canada, Japan, all countries that have a lot of money to put into sports, they should have to put the same amount of money into that, maybe even their sport, but in a different country. And that would make the sport more fair. So if I want to put a million dollars into my Olympic team, I also have to take a million dollars and put it into... Uh, now Uganda's on my mind because the Ugandan guy got coronavirus when he arrived in Japan. But I have to give a, a million dollars to to Uganda. They're, <laughs> I almost said ice hockey team. I don't think Uganda has an ice hockey team, but maybe they don't because they don't have the money. And if this is it, if Canada provided the money, they might have a kick-ass ice hockey team. We don't know. We don't know because we've never tried. No, but realistically, rich countries... It's weird to say should be – to make it fair, should put the same amount of money because poor countries can't put in the same money. So either no money goes into your athletes, so everyone's on the same sort of level playing field. Like I have to fund my own athleticism, as does the people from the other countries. Or my country gives me money. I need to know that a certain amount of money is going to other countries. Donations and stuff, again, that's, you would get rich countries would get more donations because the citizens of that country have more money to donate. And that's the problem. So like a poor country, uh, they wouldn't be able to get, they wouldn't get that many donations because they just wouldn't have people with enough liquid assets to start giving money away to athletes for sports they don't even really care about. Now, I, I just, it, it, the whole point, Go listen to episode 13, Olympic Level Hate, and you'll get the whole like 20, 30 minutes of me talking about all the problems they see with the Olympics. But I appreciate the messages. Uh, I only did them now on Podcast. I would... This is now a format I have to work out. When people send me messages and stuff, where do I do it? It seems to fit in Podcast only because that's where I do a lot of random stuff. But I agree. I think uh, money is actually the big problem. I would, I would like to see professional athletes out of, out of the Olympics, and I would like to see all amateurs. That would mean you'd get a lot more spread of gold medals around different countries. And I think if we want countries to invest a ton of money into their athletes, I think they should just invest a ton of money into other athletes as well, because that's the spirit of the Olympics that no one talks about because they don't fucking believe it. 
Thank you for listening. Leave a text or voice question or comment at voicelink.fm slash podcast. You can find the podcast on iTunes. You can find the podcast on iTunes and other stuff. Uh, what was the service I was using before? Voicelink.fm. They just locked me out. So now it's actually SpeakPipe. You can, if you want to leave a message, you can go to speakpipe.com slash velocipodcast. Uh, previously that message you heard, that was Juan. He sent it through SpeakPipe. Sounds pretty good. You just do it on your phone, whatever. Uh, I appreciate the voice messages because then I could actually, if they're long and stuff, I can actually just cut them up into pieces and actually interact with you in a weird way. But yeah, don't go to voicelink.fm. Not saying it's a bad service or anything, but they blocked me out. And when I sent messages, they did not respond. So I was not particularly happy. Even if they sort of started up again, I would not go back. Speakpipe.com slash slash podcast. If you have any questions, comments, please send a message there. Uh, you can leave comments and questions on the YouTube channel. Tuesday around 10 o'clock uh, a.m. Japanese time is when I usually am recording these or streaming. So you could join on Twitch. So that's uh, twitch.com tv slash chunk beef chest uh you can go to the websites emails you know all that stuff set up twitter i barely use twitter anymore does anyone use twitter anymore i suppose you use twitter all as a supplement to other stuff anyways yes i appreciate comments i gotta i thought i updated that maybe i just clicked an old one i'm messing around with a lot of files right now moving a lot of stuff around bye